0: started i wanted to remind everybody that we were on another podcast earlier this week called young beautiful successful with one of our friends gabby so you can go check that out it's on spotify apple podcasts everywhere basically you listen to podcasts we just talk about positions deluxe if you want to hear our opinions and if you came from that podcast thank you so much for listening and i hope you guys enjoyed that episode and enjoy this episode hello hello everyone welcome back or welcome to fangirl fever if you're new here we are both especially excited for today's episode since we've been anticipating madison beer's debut album for quite some time plus we have a big announcement well it's not our announcement but a big announcement that we heard this morning um with that said let's jump into our favorite post of the week my favorite post let me pull it up really quick because i want to give the account credit it's from beef tube on instagram it's a video of a little Huddy singing <laughs> with all these, like, edited celebrities in it. And it looks like they're all in, like, a video chat together. It's so funny. So go watch it. It sounds boring, but you just have to watch it. And you might be yeah. your pants if you watch. So <laughs> just a little warning. <laughs> um, mine's too, because I can't really pick between the two. And they're very different. Um, but the first one that I was initially going to go with was the driver's license skit on SNL this past weekend. And also shout out to the SNL team for putting Pete in like all of the skits because they really know what they're doing with that one. But (laughs) yeah, I feel like Twitter was like going crazy with the driver's license kit. Plus it was Olivia's birthday that day too. So 10 out of 10 she's 18 yes and my second favorite would be the trailer for luca which is a new pixar movie that's coming out this summer i think because i just love pixar and you know me and italy there's just something about it there so i'm pretty sure this will be one of my favorite pixar movies once it comes out so yeah it's really cute it's about these two little boys who are mermaids secret mermaids so i also had a really weird obsession with mermaids when i was younger so this movie is just (laughs) very up my alley Pixar has been going at it for the last year they that'll be their third movie in like a year and a half mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy so good for but, them yeah um before we get into life support just a special shout out to our friend Victoria who is Madison's number one fan best friend we've talked about her a little bit before but yeah she's she's been telling everyone to stream the album and we really really loved it so shout out Victoria yeah it- slaps everybody yeah we're gonna get so, into it but pretty so good. before we're going into the songs what were your thoughts on the album cover um she released the album cover like so long ago so i already knew what it looked like so it wasn't like that exciting yeah. to me but i still like it it's very simple it's not like too much or too little yes i agree i feel like the cover also matches the vibes. The vibes of the songs as well yeah and i feel like only she could rock that outfit like anybody else i would probably be raising my eyebrows at them but she looks really good in the outfit i don't i I don't even know how she got that on like it looks like it's literally made of like tissue paper and it It looks looks really complicated (laughs) but i don't know it works yeah it looks good so track one is called the beginning what were your thoughts I loved it because I love albums that have like intros. They just, I love albums that are like a consecutive thing. And this really started it off strong. Mm-hmm. Also during our streaming party yesterday, my Spotify was acting up as it always does. And then I saw you texted ascending or something like that. So <laughs> I just thought like it was a song that makes you like feel like that. But then when it finally started working for me, I was just like, oh, that's <laughs> what you meant. And then in my notes, I literally, literally wrote, if Ascension was a song, it would be the beginning. Yes, I agree. It makes you feel like you're gonna fly away yeah. off into heaven forever. It is Good and Goodbye. This was her lead single, I believe, that was released literally last January. So this whole like era has been going on for a while. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've had time to sit on this one, and I thought it was a really good lead single, but. Um, that's all I have. Yeah, I think it was a good lead single. Obviously, it's been out for, like, a year, so I wasn't, like, oh, my gosh, I love it. Yeah. But, like, I've already heard it a bunch of times. <laughs> and then we have Default. I really like this song. I mean, I'm I- going to say that about, like, every song, but this one's yeah. really good. <laughs> um, this really took me by surprise because, uh, this kind of was the start of, like, her more dark-sounding songs. And then towards the end of the song, it sounded very cinematic. Like, I could imagine her being in, like, or, like, an actress that, like, looks like her, like, a very baddie type character in a movie. And then this would be, like, the end credits playing or something. Oh, yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah. Next is Follow the White Rabbit. This one, I wasn't, like, fully sold at first. Mm-hmm. But I really like it. It's, like, the digital production sounds really cool. Uh, based on this song title it just gave me very Alice in Wonderland vibe so I thought it was going to be like a really soft dainty song but it is very like opposite of that it's so powerful I guess again I'm going to keep saying baddie vibes because that's like the overall tone that I get from this album but it feels very like dark and cinematic. yeah I was getting the same like s- um Alice in Wonderland vibe but I was kind of it was either going to be something like soft and like princessy or like something trippy like Alice in Wonderland like yeah the dark side of Alice in Wonderland Mm -hmm. which I love Alice in Wonderland like I want to go to Disneyland now oh I missed the um that one is it the teacups oh yeah the teacups I've never been on the teacups to (gasps) be honest yeah, because they're so iconic, like throw up, but they're so cute. Like, a- also, I really like how um, the bathrooms, it has like the <laughs> King of Hearts. Animals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, what
1: about the Disneyland
0: talk. The next one is effortlessly. I think she responded to someone's comment and she said that this one was her favorite. This one is my favorite. Like number one. Yes. Um, I really like the lyric. If I can't save me, I can't save me. I'm just going to drown. I thought that was very out. Very, yeah, yeah. very deep. Mm-hmm. I just I love the way she says effortlessly in the song. It's like literally effortless. <laughs> you should try singing it like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, um, I said, I feel like when I heard Good and Goodbye again, which I hadn't listened to it in a while, I said, I feel like I could sing like her but not in a bad way like not saying she's a bad singer you can sing like when you try (laughs) sure you you could probably open up for madison and then after that you'll open up for ariana and then you're gonna be a global superstar that's like my dream but you know we'll get to that we'll get to that (laughs) all right what is next we have Stay numb and carry on. Um, I'm not a fan of this song title because I'm very traumatized from that one era in middle school where it's like keep calm and <sighs> keep calm and carry on that were everywhere at TJ Maxx, on Tumblr, on Instagram. I couldn't escape that like graphic. So I was just like, if I was her or like someone on her team, I would suggest a different song title, like, you know, numb maybe. Yeah, like, just I would just numb. To be honest. Yeah, and then also I think she says like Toxic in one of her lyrics, but I feel like Toxic is such like a common song title, like Britney Spears' Toxic is such an iconic song, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe Numb might be like a better alternative to the song title, but still liked it regardless. I wrote down Bars, because like she kind of goes off in the song. Yeah, she goes then, off in like pretty much every song. <laughs> I said I liked the beginning and I've never heard a song start like that, because yes, it was okay. very different. Yeah um so track seven is blue and i this was one of the songs that i claimed and i think it's because even though like i don't follow madison on social media i follow a lot of her stands, and i think like um a year or two ago she might have performed this at wango tango and people were like oh my god when are you releasing this so correct me if i'm wrong victoria but i think her fans were really anticipating this track and i loved it and then i was like this is giving me very much lana vibes too yeah, I literally wrote down when, like, a second before you texted me, I said, giving me Lana vibes, lust for life. Fuck. Yes. And then anytime somebody sings about a California sunset, I'm just like, yes, I like that song already, <laughs> because California has the best sunsets, but Arizona might be a second runner up. Yeah, I mean, they're so close, we kind of, they're besties. Yeah. So really, really, really liked Blue. Yeah, me too. I also loved a little uh uh-oh part at the end. Very Mm -hmm. cute. And then we have interlude, which you love interludes. I love interludes. This I was like so confused by when I first listened to it. I was Mm -hmm. very like, what is going on? Like, this isn't what I expected. And then I wrote down, I was literally in the middle of writing it. And then I wrote, whoa, strings and harp. There was a harp in it. One of my favorite lyrics in the beginning is like, my heart is in a constant e- eclipse or something like that. So that's one thing that stuck out to me. And then, yes, I also agree. Like, I wasn't expecting like the harp to come in at the end. I'm just like, this is like the beginning part too. like, imagine if she added this, the ending part to the beginning. That would be a really great intro. I know, right? Like, I I just, I loved how the beginning... Started off the first half and then this was sort of like the intermission between yes, like, the first and exactly. second half. And the harp is so good. I wrote yeah. by everything I could ever want. In a like song. nobody uses harps in their songs anymore. So I Guys really use harps. liked this. <laughs> Just like put in some more strings that are not guitars. Yes, please. We need it. Yeah. Um, and then after interlude, we have Homesick. I think this might be one of my favorites, actually. This one I really liked. I said it's going to slap live. Like, a yeah. really good live. It has great lyrics, so look it up. Um, I said that this is probably one of my favorites because I'm a sucker for sad songs. As you know by my Ariana rankings, because <laughs> Ghostin is up very high um however the ending with the Rick and Morty sample I was just like what is this like I thought that might have been the intro to the next song because the Rick and Morty like dialogue did not fit with the lyrics and the sound of homesick at all yeah Uh, I feel like it kind of fit because it was like space themed yeah but but, like and like take me back to my planet and stuff like that so I do see how it kind of fits that way but it just took me by surprise during our first listen because it was like Sort of an acoustic song, so it didn't really fit, like, the... I feel like if it was more of, like, an electric song, it would have fit. Yes, yes, yes. Next, Um, Selfish. And I can't remember what Lana's song in the beginning sounds like. It might be video games. I don't remember. I don't think it's video games, but this one, it gives me, like, just the smallest hint of Lana vibes. I, I saw somebody tweet or post on their Instagram story that they also did hear Lana influence influences throughout this album too so we're not the only ones (laughs) yeah i like this one it was probably my probably my second favorite single um during our first listen of the album i thought that this was going to be my favorite single but then i listened to stained glass and then stained glass is my favorite single and then selfish is my second so yeah and I wrote down I heard it so many times before, so not a big deal for me right now because yeah. we have, like, a ton of new songs. Mm-hmm. Next is Sour Times. Um, surprisingly, I thought that nothing about this song really stood out to me at first, but I listened to it again today, and I think it it's also, like, a top five. For me, it's really good. I wrote down did not stand out until the chorus because, like, the beginning was a little bit boring, and then the chorus was... It kind of picked up a little bit, and I was like, okay. I Our minds, we literally have the same taste. In <laughs> oh, wait. My notes got way messed up. Oh, yeah. It's a lit I don't know. And you see Our something- streaming party was a mess. Uh, we got hacked, like, halfway through, and, like, the order <laughs> got messed up. But we have the next song we can't say because there's an explicit word in there and we are a family-friendly pod. <laughs> yes. But if you go through the track list, you'll know what it is. Um, this one is my favorite single. Really? It, yeah, it just... I wrote down, it gives me baddie vibes and makes me want to strut down the street. <laughs> um... This one is probably my least favorite single and my least favorite overall. Really? yeah I like it. it's just like the music so video is re- the music video is really fun though I do like the music video. I have not seen it but I will watch yeah. but I just I don't know I love the vibes it's like it's way different than all the other songs on this album. it is um if you liked this you would enjoy her like little Vivo performance thing because she's literally just like in this plain room jumping around singing to the song so you would really like it or track 13 now baby okay. baby did i say i already had a least favorite single oh, no okay, i did.
1: didn't
0: this, i'm my least favorite single i think i kind of roasted it a couple episodes ago you did you literally <laughs> sang like that part <laughs> the beginning part sing it I- again sing right. it again sing it He's again like, baby baby i just don't like it that much (laughs) that's so funny i totally forgot sorry i think i think it's an it's a good single song but yeah it's it's definitely a good single yeah it's still a good song it's just not my favorite yes exactly um stained glass my favorite single i think i feel like the single is super underrated yeah Because I didn't really see much about it. Like, all the other songs I saw, like, performances and saw on TikTok and stuff like that. This one I really didn't see. When I have both of my AirPods in and this song comes on, I just imagine myself, like, doing a very emotional live performance of this song. (laughs) Because it goes. (laughs) Yeah, it's really good. Then we have emotional bruises. Ouch. I love... This happened when we listened to "Paranoia." Like, mm-hmm. to Paranoia. <gasps> I she was to gonna Paranoia. say the same thing, and she says "life support" in this song. Yeah, I love it when artists do that. I wrote that in my notes. That's literally the last bullet point I wrote. Uh, my favorite lyric from this song. I think it's from the song. It might be messed up because. Like we said, the order got messed up, but I tried fixing it. But if I'm correct, then there's a lyric in this song that goes, time moves on with the seasons, but I still can't find a reason. And then she goes on to hit a very high note afterwards. I'm pretty sure it's this song. I think it's this one. Yeah. Who knows? It's either this song or the next one, which is Everything Happens for a Reason. But I think it's, I'm like 90% sure it's emotional bruises. Next is Everything Happens for a Reason. Our girl Olivia said she'd been waiting on this song thoughts this was also a song that i claimed and no regrets at all because i feel like the last time whenever ariana dropped her track and then i claimed like love language and a few other songs that didn't end up being my faves but for this album i claimed blue another song and everything happens for a reason and everything for a reason and blue is definitely in my top three i think homesick might be my next one but, yeah, I really like Everything Happens for a Reason. I think Maggie might have posted. Oh, she replied to someone's comment about Everything Happens for a Reason being her fave. So, Olivia, Maggie, they both have taste. hmm I would agree. I like this song because it's kind of funny. It stood out to me because I do say Everything Happens for a Reason a lot. Like, I don't know why. I just do. Yeah. But, because it's true. I mean, honestly, yeah, it is true. But I think I think it's funny how she used to said I used to say everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. But like I still say it. <laughs> I will always say everything happens for a reason. Firm believer in that. Oh, and I wrote down I like the mixture of the digital production plus the strings because yes, they're so the different but strings. they go well. Yeah, yeah. I love the orchestral of the strings. mm-hmm And last but not least, we have channel surfing slash the end, which is a very interesting concept, I will say. What are your thoughts? I loved it. It's nothing like I've never heard anything like that before. Like, literally, it was like we're going through like her camera roll or something. Yes. On a TV. It was so Mm -hmm. cool. And then obviously, the um, uh, ending was like. She says, she says thank you, and then like a really big sigh. Um, I said that this was quite the experience especially for listening with airpods or just like earphones you can like hear the audio go from left to right Mm -hmm. and it's so cool I'm just like whoa I feel like channel surfing like just that part would work really interestingly as an interlude because I feel like this last track i feel like not a lot of people would would want to stream it on its own so it would work good as an interlude too yeah i kind of wish she did it as like channel surfing and then the end and kind of extended the end like at the beginning and like made it a long orchestra and then her like at the end saying thank you that would have been really cool but overall i liked how it ended it pretty solid album i wouldn't be surprised if this might be one of my favorite albums this year but once again, we're only at the end of February, so it's too early to speak. Yeah. But if it does end up being one of my favorites, um, no complaints there. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. I think it might be an honorable mention if it's not a favorite. Yeah, so sure. definitely. So this might be in the Spotify rap we'll And see. Madison has never been one of my top artists or none of her songs have been in my top five. So it'll be really interesting if she makes it this year. Yeah. I I really liked it. I love how I love the the beginning and end and interlude. Like it just is chef's kiss to me. I just, what I, are your top 3? Okay. Top 3 is Effortlessly Interlude and then tied for 3 is The End and the Beginning because I just Ooh. Love I think mine will have to be Homesick. Um blue and third with, is tied between emotional bruises and everything happens for a reason pretty tasteful I mean I don't feel yes. like there's any bad choices on this album at all like she really oh and I love how long it is like it's 17 songs yeah it doesn't feel although the songs are pretty short like mm-hmm. most of them are pretty short under three minutes yeah it doesn't feel unfinished or too short at all yeah I feel like it's a really good debut album. And I agree. Last, last I checked, it was number two on the iTunes chart. So I'm hoping it's number one by now for her. Like that'll yeah. be really awesome for her. Yeah, that's super exciting. Even though it took like forever to come out, I think it was worth the wait. Yeah. Um, I'm honestly really surprised how much I like this album overall because my close friends know, like, whenever I was, like, a few years younger, I just had, like, this weird, like, I don't like Madison because my Twitter mutuals don't like her, blah, 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 all that. So, you know what? Don't listen to people on the internet. It's cool to like whoever you want to like, so. Yeah, good music. My good apologies. Music. I should be, like, a full-time stand right now, but um, I'm just going to enjoy the music. Yeah, it's good music, so just listen to it if yeah. you like it um I know like she's definitely I don't think she has the audience to do like really big tours like right now like if COVID wasn't a thing but just like knowing her I feel like the aesthetic of the tour would be so so good yeah like I wouldn't even want her to I would want her to perform the album like in order because it sounds so nice yeah the way it is she is doing a virtual tour soon so maybe we'll have to do a recap on that if anybody yeah. like posts snippets or screen recordings because I did not buy a ticket to that but um, I w- listened to her podcast episode with David and she's really excited about it um, I think they're doing like a pretty like big production on it she says that she is performing all the songs I think so. Hmm. We'll get a little treat in a few days, I think. Yeah, I'm sure there will be some videos. So we will yeah. definitely talk about that because I'm excited to hear these live. Yes, yes. Um, let me see. Yeah, that's all my notes, all my thoughts on this album. Very, very excited to keep streaming. Me too. Happy it's here finally. <laughs> oh, actually, let me read some responses from our Instagram story. Oh, yeah. So I asked, if you listened to the album already, what were your faves? And um, Gabby from Ariana Podcast says, homesick, sour times, and selfish. Um, Jordan from Both Sides of the Barricade says, still deciding. It's all so good, which, yes, I agree. I feel like my top three are going to change like me in too. Days, so I feel like because I just like interludes and beginnings and ends and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they're probably going to change. But since I just like them so much now, they're in my top three. Yeah. So maybe we'll have to update in a couple. Yeah. Maybe like after she she does her live performance because songs change after you hear them live. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll do um, an updated top three after we see her perform. Yep. Um. Oh, I forgot to watch the Justin Stream on performance. Oh, okay. It's it. Literally, we can. I have a bit okay, of yeah, a host. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's all on Madison. We're now gonna move on to music videos slash performances. First, we have "Ungodly Hour" by Chloe and Hallie, which I love because we haven't like talked about them since a few episodes ago. Well, like a while ago because um I think they last performed like, at the VMAs or something. Uh, yeah I think so. Yeah, So it's been a little while since we talked about them but what were your thoughts. I loved it I my favorite parts were the part where they were in like the water. And yeah, the red, like the red LED part with mm-hmm. the nails they always like get the perfect outfits for their performances Dude, and like where are they getting these from because i don't know I who their <laughs> designer or stylist is but whoever that person or that team is they need a raise because they always look so good i know and like they just fit them so well yeah. and they look so confident and powerful i love it um i will say that some parts it kind of remind me of like Avatar like the blue people like that kind of vibe. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it was kind of like that one shiny outfit with the the headgear on. I think it was that part that reminded me of Avatar. Have you seen the first Teen Beach movie? I haven't watched any Teen Beach movie. No, I have a funny. If anyone's seen it, The First Teen Beach Movie. The part where they like go to that lab. It's like the weirdest part of the movie and they didn't need to add it at all, but they did for some reason. <sighs> that the part if you watch the music video the part where they're in the lab in the music Mm -hmm. video and the part where they're in the lab in the movie just reminded me of that interesting maybe i I might have to add teen beach to my quarantine watch list it's actually teen beach 2 is really good on my own really is really is a bop like i love that song so much you are such a raw stan i am so tell me about justin's spotify stream on performance i wrote down it was kind of boring lol (gasps) performs the same – he's been performing Holy and Lonely together Uh for so long, and they're always on the radio. Like, I like the songs, but I can't listen to them on my own time because Mm. they're overplayed. Yeah, I see that. But he did play Anyone, and Mm. I liked that part. Yeah. And please watch after this because the Lonely part, they do, like, a remix. How? Like (laughs) – it's Ooh. You have to watch it, but they, like, remix it somehow, and they're, mm-hmm. like, hyping it up to this different performance, and Justin's, yeah. like, dancing to, like, a remixed version of his song, and it's really funny. Okay, interesting. So, everybody Just, go watch it, because it's funny. I was surprised that you thought that it was boring, because I saw, like, Twitter stands posting, like, screen recordings of it, and they said that the visuals were so good, and they liked the performance, so... The visuals and stuff were cool, but I feel like most of the time, unless it's like crazy good visuals, I'm mostly there for like the vocals and stuff. Yeah. So I was just like, eh, not his Vocals first, visuals second for you. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, our new Music Friday playlist was pretty short. We were really pretty much just anticipating Madison's album. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we there was the Chrome edition of Ungodly Hour, which is Chloe and Hallie's album, which I was not expecting them to release. Yeah, it was only two new songs, so I wasn't like yeah. wowed by it, but it was still good. I don't think they should have made like a Chrome edition so- solely because... Um, the original album released in June which was so long ago and it just felt like it was a little too late to revive that album like they could have just done like that thing where you release it's not not really like they don't call it an EP but it's just these annoying EPs no no, no. but (laughs) I've seen like I don't know at the top of my head but I've seen artists where they release like just two new songs oh yeah like like, you know Olivia calls them her micro mixtapes you know a concept like that yeah um, I see. I see. Yeah, because like positions deluxe timing worked really well because the timing was not too far apart, but you see, ungodly hour was released like at the beginning of quor- like the peak of quarantine, so it felt like a just strange timing. But yeah, new music is new music. I always appreciate new music. I do like how it's not, instead of just being a deluxe, it's a chrome edition, yeah. and, like, the new artwork is cool, so I'll give them that. But Same it was, thing wow. with what Dua did, like, the Moonlight edition or something? Yeah, like that. Moonlight, yeah. I think. Same thing with Dua, like, her album dropped early on during quarantine, too, but the, I think the, the reason why her, like, deluxe, air quotes on deluxe version of the album worked is because she had, like, the studio live performances going on and, like, other press... Performances, so i think that was fine but it just felt like really weird timing for chloe and hallie but i love the yeah. songs still yeah they're still really good and they serve vocals as yeah. usual so. the cover is really cute too like i just love that photo shoot that they did for the album yeah i love the little wings so yeah um soda it was just his birthday um yesterday since we're recording on Friday. His birthday was on Thursday. He's finally 18 and he dropped a song, another song that he produced. I like this one better than Miss Call. Me too. This one I really like. It's like I like both of them, obviously. I, I really like this song. It's I really love good. the um animated album cover that he posted on his Instagram. I wish like it could show that on Spotify and right? like, other, on other streaming platforms because it's just so cool. Yeah. He works very hard. Yeah. So I also proud. love the um, color scheme of the cover art as well. Yes, I agree. Great song. And y'all better be streaming it because he shows me his Spotify stats and I can see <laughs> all the location and the playlist that the song is in. So Wait, you can see the playlist? Yeah, he, he shows me. Uh, <laughs> and it's very, very interesting. So That's funny. We'll, we'll, I'll have to give you an update once we get some more streams on the song that's so funny I love that artists can see the playlist names like yeah I wonder if MGK saw your army hammer playlist oh my god (laughs) stop our listeners don't know about that playlist I mean what playlist (laughs) um I think it might be public on my Spotify profile though but it's just a it's just a funny title you know it was spur of the the moment is that the is that the phrase spur of the moment yeah yeah okay So for New Music Friday, another one of my smaller favorite artists named Austin dropped a song called 85, 9 Such a very interesting title. I had no idea what to expect when I first saw the title, but the song is really good. It's a lot different, in my opinion, from his previous stuff, but it's such a bop. And I'm sad to be missing the Zoom listening party that I won. That's supposed to be today, but you know have bigger responsibilities so there's always next time um haven't watched the music video yet but i saw a little snippet it looks cool you guys should check it out yeah i i really like the song it's super good and i love the beginning yeah awesome macbook pro Pro disconnected (laughs) really good vibes i wonder how he did that because the siri on my phone doesn't sound like that and also the speech the text to speech on my tiktok audio doesn't sound like that either so yeah who knows maybe has a little special device or something yeah probably anyways um like i said in the beginning we were blessed with a huge announcement this morning and that is justin bieber is dropping his album on march 19th Woo! i'm shocked it's coming so soon
1: i'm Tell excited
0: everything that you thought when you saw the announcement I was like, finally, we're getting some more songs from this guy because I'm sick mm-hmm. of hearing Holy and Lonely so much. Yeah. And I'm very excited to hear it. And I hope it, I don't know. I just hope it satisfies me. I assume it will, but who knows? Because Changes was a little bit iffy for me. Um, I feel a little bit iffy on the album title right now. Yeah. Um, but cut, I, yeah, work. I, I did, re- I did see like what he tweeted and like the reason behind it. So props to him for that. I'm just, it's just, I'm not a fan of that song, t- that album title. I feel like he could pick something a little better. But yeah, I also agree on the album cover. I just feel like it's not the aesthetic of this current era of his life that he's in right now. Mm-hmm. Very first thought is like it gives me the vibe of like those young skater boys that shop at zoomies wearing those really chunky shoes like that's the vibe i'm getting from the album art so far speaking of zoomies this is like totally off topic but i was at the mall yesterday um and i was in a store next to zoomies and they didn't have any music on Mm -hmm. but the music was so loud in zoomies that it sounded like they had music on (laughs) so weird zoomies is so obnoxious um, do you have any collab or feature predictions or hopes for Justin's albums? I mean, I want Ariana to be on it, but I don't feel like yeah. she will be. I don't think so. I don't think especially because her... it just did a song so yeah. soon. And I feel like the Justin and Ariana like collab type doesn't fit with the theme that he's trying to go with this album. Yeah. I, I saw um, one of my mutuals on Twitter said that she hopes to have a Miley collab with Justin because I know they've been they've been good friends for a while and Miley is also like vocal about all these issues going on right now so I think that might be a possibility. Yeah, um, I love that. I can't imagine like any of his rapper friends being on this album though. Yeah, me neither. I just I honestly really don't know what to expect like yeah like it's totally out of left field it it really was like I know I knew he was working on an album but I didn't think it was gonna gonna release like the announcement was gonna be so soon yeah like it's literally in three weeks I think (laughs) yeah This is probably like the shortest amount of time we've had to wait for an album from like a huge celebrity, minus Taylor Swift, because she just like dropped it on us. Yeah, positions is like a month. So Justin's like three weeks. Yeah. Y'all better figure it out. And then maybe our next time, Ariana will do like a two week notice album. And then it's going to be like one week. And then they're just going to release it like randomly. Yeah. Um, They're going to announce it after it releases. I think there was something else I wanted. Oh, yeah. Um, somebody that I follow mentioned how. So on the Justice album, when I say Justice, it feels like I'm talking about like <sighs> the, the store, store, which is it's messing with my head right now. But um, someone pointed out how on the Journals album it says Justin Bieber at the bottom in the same exact way as it does on Justice. So a possible hmm. like link, not really sure. But we're really going like blind into this era. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I really, I don't know. I'm just hoping for yeah. the best. Yeah. Cuz I feel like he got a lot of mixed reviews on changes because obviously his fans are going to like love it and defend like all the critics and publications and everything. So I really hope this era is a little bit more positive than last era. Also, did you see the merch for Justice? Let me look for it. It gives me very much gusher vibes, like the blue and green gusher. That's, that's the exact shade <laughs> of this album cover. Wait, it looks like a blue gusher, though. Exactly, like the tie-dye t-shirt. <sighs> this is a PSA for all artists and artist teams to please hire fans to work with your artists. Like, we know please. the best. Yeah. Even um, like the alternate covers for the CDs, it's giving me red gush or blue gush or green gush. Well, I haven't seen the alternate <laughs> cover, but I just saw a they're few just merch different. Items. Pa- they're different um, filters. Colors. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm super, super excited for March 19th. Somebody said that that will also be the 10 year anniversary since he dropped My World 2.0. So oh. big day for us. And wait, isn't his birthday like March 1st? Yes. Whoa. How old is this man turning? He's pushing 30. Ah, 26. My, he's going to be 27. My boy, he's growing up so fast. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Um. And then other than Justin, Olivia O'Brien is supposed to be releasing a song in March. Still no word on what's the single going to be and when it's going to drop, but
1: we're ready to say it soon
0: yeah Justin and Olivia are like my top faves of all time so March is going to be a great month even though it's going to be like a year since quarantine and I know dude I can't believe we're a year into this yeah it's absolutely horrible but thank god we have music and movies to keep us sane yep I agree yep so that's about it for this episode definitely stream life support, get ready for Justice, the album, not the clothing store. And yeah, every time I see Justice or say Justice, it sounds like I'm going to say Justin. Like, couldn't (laughs) you have just called it Justin? Self-titled? I don't, I can't see him with a self-titled album, which is really really weird to me. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm awaiting Uh the Ariana Justin. I'm awaiting self-titled by Ariana. Like, it's it better be coming. It better be a thing in the future. Because I maybe, need it. Maybe. Maybe the next one. I All hope. right. Ready for shout outs. Yep. Uh, you can go first. Okay. Mine is a shop called The Butterfly Collection. Their website is thebutterflycollection.net. Um, the item that stood out to me were the scented soy candles because they're only 550 and they look really really pretty um you guys listening can't see but let me see if you can see i am looking at their site right now oh it has like little like petals or something on the top i don't know just like looking at this picture the candles like i know they smell good so yeah check them out yeah this shop is cool definitely will be considering a purchase my shout out is a youtuber that I found last night her name is Madison Brown period I watched a video of hers called viewing myself through the male gaze Ooh. So, like I was like it just had me thinking like I would recommend watching it and I watched a couple videos but that one like stood out to me mm-hmm. the most so I would recommend checking her out she's like not blowing up but she's gaining a lot of subscribers she has like 13 or 14k right now Mm -hmm. and had like 4k last week so she's kind of wow kind of blown up right now so definitely climbing up the ladder yeah I will definitely be subscribing and watching her videos and becoming a regular viewer so go check her out And also one more special shout out since we recently gained a new listener from South Africa. So that's really fun and exciting. Thanks for listening. Please DM us. Nobody has DM'd us so far. So maybe Anchor's just like pranking us with all these fake listeners. But hope you guys (laughs) are real. Or they're using VPNs. Maybe. Is it one person using a VPN? (laughs) I don't know. Um but yeah thanks everyone for listening. We're actually going to be wrapping up season 1 in like a few episodes depending on what music time? music releases. So yeah. yeah. Um as always thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next week. Bye.